This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. You've heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 40 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Royce Unchained. Patrick Royce. Judd Zolgat is human. Yes, he is. He's a uh, uh, man who uh, does morning shows and covers every Viking practice and somehow does all that. Couldn't beat appendicitis. I think we know it's out there in the public uh, <laughs> venue, so we can say that. And uh, he's already got him yanked, right? Yes, he had the surgery. He is alert. He is well. I believe he's uh, now dealing with the post repercussions of an incision into his stomach, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is fun at 52, 53 years old. Yes, it's uh, kind of uh, surprising he was still carrying those things around. Yeah. Uh, you know, and when you're in your youth and take it, they, they serve no purpose. No, they don't. They, the only thing they can do is at some point they will cause you agonizing pain. And if you're lucky, it'll be when you're seven years old and they'll take them out. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Judd, uh, good luck to him. And He'll be back and uh, certainly will not be wanting to miss cutdown day, right? No, no. He'll have God, to be no. back for cut, cutdown day. So uh, I know I'm going to get a selfie <clears throat> video of him with the hospital gown on, you know, I'm sure, mm-hmm. giving me some take that he wants oh, to put yes. on social media. Oh, yeah, I'm sure right. you know, Purple the, uh, Daily, sponsored TikTok by, sponsored by Vicodin or whatever mm-hmm. the heck they got him hopped up on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I uh, there's a famous tape of me calling in after my gallbladder surgery right. one day and uh, – being a little doped up, uh, but uh, telling the telling the fellas uh, that uh, I was going to be okay. So, a- anyhow, uh, yes, we uh, we miss him in these uh, dramatic days for the Vikings. They finally went and got uh, Tom Pelissero had the scoop this morning early yeah. that uh, Nick Mullins, uh, who was a kicked around a little bit, and he was with the. Uh, the Raiders. He was with the Raiders, but wasn't he in San Francisco yeah. when our guy uh, Doffel was there? Probably. So. Yes, I. You know what? I didn't put I that. Bet, I bet together. he had something to do with uh, this. Saying this is the guy to get. You can get him for a seventh rounder. Uh, who's you know you might not even have to give up. He's right. got to be what active for a game. Yes, active for one game. Well, and it's, and it's I, just, he better be active yeah, for I a game. So. Otherwise, why did you get him? Right. right? So. Right. He's got to beat out Sean Mannion and uh, Kellen Mond. So, so was uh, was our guy Mike Zimmer right about Kellen Mond? No, I know he went about it in a crash <laughs> classic Mike Zimmer way, but was he uh, okay? Was he here's right about the our deal. Guy? Here's the deal. You grow you you draft that guy as an unfinished product. You draft yeah. him for his you draft him for his athletic ability, and in modern NFL, we want the third rounders to be able to play. You know, instantly. That's yeah. not reality. Uh, I was talking earlier to somebody that for 35, 40 years, once we got a te- team in the NFL, you didn't even expect a number one draft choice to play his first year. Right. Uh, this is a developmental quarterback, but they put an unrealistic timetable on him mm-hmm. to uh, have to, uh, I mean, Tommy Kramer, Played some, 
his second year and then sat his third year and then got replaced. Aaron Rodgers sat for Same three thing. years behind Favre. And every everybody used to sit. And Marino played right out of college, and that was a shock. You know, that was a an eventful thing. Uh, Tarkington played right away only because the guy, the old guy they had, George Shaw, was terrible. And uh, so they put Tarkington in. And even that year, uh, when Van Brocklin got down on Tarkington a couple of games, he went back to starting George Shaw. So it's a it's a different world now because of finances. But not for third rounders, right? I mean, you're, they're not hurting you financially. They're not hurting. I know why they they have to play the first round guys because mm-hmm. they pay them so much, and they got to find out if they got value or not. But uh, a, a guy drafting the third round shouldn't be expected to be able to play yet, especially when you're drafting as an athlete. So obviously, uh, when uh you lose your starting quarterback and you have to play a backup. It's a panic mode in general, right? It's, yes. it's mostly going to be a disastrous season if that's going to mm-hmm. be the case for a long-term situation. But do you feel better about a Nick Mullins starting a game for you than a Kellen Monder man? I don't really know enough about him. Yeah. To, uh, was he Oregon State? Was I believe. He Oregon, some yes, Oregon, that's not he was not a very Oregon, good college think, Oregon guy, believe, State. Yeah. yeah, he was. And uh, he, he went undrafted, though, right? Correct. Undrafted for some reason. I wonder what that is. Strength of arm or not Probably. an athlete or what? But... Uh, yeah, well, he's he's played some, not a lot. He's played some, but obviously uh, Adolfo Menzel must have liked something about him in San Francisco. Probably was in on the drafting process of him, so or not draft signing process of him. Was that his first team, right? Wasn't it? Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, was he Philly. was in San Francisco, Cleveland, I believe. San Phil. yeah, San Fran was his first team. Was his first team. Mm-hmm. So well, you know, he'll. Uh, you know, seventh rounder, what the heck, uh, Oakland decided to uh, go with that stid, uh, Stidham. I mean, LA, Las Vegas decided to go with that Stidham instead of mm-hmm. him. And I'm sure they're the same guy. So I was, uh, I was on the Mark, Mark Matt Barkley bandwagon. I saw your tweet. Yeah. I was about to ask uh, you. I think that would have cost you a sixth rounder maybe. Okay. Although I did read something from that was written in July that they didn't know if he was going to make the team because they, that if they were going to use a, one of their 50, what what is it now, 55 or 53. 50, 53, if they were going to use one of their 53s on him or not. So, so uh, you know, but I saw that in his first exhibition game, whatever that means, he was eight out of nine or something. I thought maybe him and uh, somebody else was mentioning the uh, the uh, Steelers. Oh, yeah. Are, uh, got three quarterbacks, and it doesn't look good for Mason Rudolph. So, no, uh not. So, uh that he, they could have gotten him too, but uh, obviously uh, uh, O'Connell. I wonder O'Connell would have never seen him, would have he? No, Mullins, no. But it, this has to be Adolfo Mensa saying, "Yeah, this guy's well, this guy can be an approved upgrade as a backup." And, so. and Kevin, I be uh, basically said at the podium on Saturday after the game that, "Hey, we got to make a decision here." Qu-. I mean, he reading between the lines. We got to make a decision here quick on what they want to do for from for the him backup for him and the rest of the comments I've read for him. It was almost a direct comment, which you don't get many of those. No. He is uh, all the people who have been, not all the people, some of the people who have been covering him. He's a guy that uh, gives you very long answers that contain very little information. But the longer the answer, the fewer questions he has to take. One of of those guys that that goes on. So if it's a 15-minute session and they, they got... I don't know who's replaced Bobby Hagan to say uh, one time more. Time for two more. Yeah. Well, time for two more. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who does that now, but uh, uh, that that Bobby was probably more generous than whoever is coming in right. now. So time for two more. I think O'Connell comes out of that very secretive uh, Rams operation, and uh, you're not going to get much out of him. So that was fairly direct. Is this- he said what he basically said was. Our backup quarters, quarterbacks reek, and we yeah, got to get they, somebody. But that's not exactly what he said, but you had to interpret the, that to be what he was saying. We stinks, basically, is what he's from, from, stinks, from the yes. depth part. Is this the end of Sean Mannion? So is, is Sean, I would guess yeah, Sean right? is uh, Sean's going to go to that quarterback <laughs> ranch. Yeah. That quarterback ranch of, of 31 year old quarterbacks who go somewhere. 
and stay in shape waiting for somebody to get hurt so they can come in as the number three or the number two. Now, here's the deal. If the Vikings attempt to put Kellen Mond on the practice squad, right, which means they waive him, will somebody claim him who's a bad team and uh, keep him around as a third quarterback, knowing they can probably turn him into a wide receiver or something? <laughs> He's an athlete, right? Yeah, yes. So, uh, you know, that, that would uh, – it would seem to me that they're going to have to – Keep him on uh, on the uh, on the fifty three. A lot of teams don't like having three quarterbacks, but somebody would claim him. Maybe I don't. As I think an athlete, would. as yeah. an athlete, there's enough bad teams that somebody'd claim him. I so, uh, t- I want you know I wanted to get Pat. I wanted them to maybe bring back our guy Teddy, who's who's stuck in Miami. I would have loved it for Teddy Bridgewater to come back here. Teddy, yeah, you He's behind Teddy, Tua. You got all you Teddy lovers. We, we do love Teddy. Like, couldn't throw the ball out of the room. No, uh, what. Uh, Who's who's Miami got? Uh, Tua, Tua Tagovailoa, and then he's Teddy's the backup. Correct. Yeah, well, yeah. they they want two. So, so I I was watching an so Mike McDaniel, their you know new nerdy looks like me nerdy mm-hmm. head coach down there from from also from San Francisco. He was on. He did a sit down with Levitard and Stugatz. Oh man, that um, must have been bad. And it was it was hysterical. I mean, because they're guys trying to get something out of him. Yeah. And he, and he won't say anything. He actually was pretty candid. He he said two things that uh, stood out to me. Number one. According to Mike McDaniel, Tua throws the most catchable football he has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, uh, Levitard made great fun of, oh, yes. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. And then he, we also learned he is, Tua is completely right-handed in everything in life, but he throws a football with his left hand. Now, I've That's heard of people, odd. You know, I've, people odd. bat left that yeah. are right-handed, people yeah. shoot left in hockey that are right-handed. I don't think I've ever heard of a guy who was dominant right-handed but throws the and football you, with his left. You would, that would be explainable if you had a father who was a baseball yes. guy who wanted the kid to throw left-handed <laughs> so he could pitch in the major leagues for 22 seasons, no right? Kidding. Yeah. But uh, it doesn't make any sense in football. No. It does not. So that is an interesting uh, situation. We all loved him in Alabama. Is he good? Has he I don't got a know. chance to be good? I don't know. You know that. I don't think he throws it deep too well, right? No, and he, you know he had that awful hip injury at that last yeah, game in yeah, Bama. I don't think that true. helped him out. Yeah, um, that's probably break it, true. You know, getting a hold. I think getting hip at your age is tough, let alone at twenty-two. Yeah, you got to give him a shot, though, right? Yeah, you, you have to give him a shot. They got to figure uh, out if it'll work. Where was he? Was is he? Is that where he got drafted? Miami? Yes. Okay. Second overall, I believe. Yeah, these guys have moved around. Whatever happened to the? Highest bad draft choice quarterback ever, Rosen. Is he any place? Oh, Rosen. What was that guy's? Uh, I he, believe. What was he, he like? With the Falcons? Sixth or seventh overall? I believe or ninth. Something? I believe ninth. ninth. But still, they for no reason. And they said, "Nope, we're good." After one year, they yeah, said, they right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to go get a quarterback now, right? After one year, they went and got. They made Kyler the first pick. Right? Everyone remembers, obviously, Jamarcus Russell with the Raiders being the epic bust that he was. Yes. But you know, Rosen's up there. You bring it. Oh, yeah. ninth overall, and he well, was especially off the team. in a quarterback rich draft yes that was why that was what was amazing about that but uh it is you know quarterbacks we've had phenomenal quarterbacks you know i mean important they've always been vitally important Mm -hmm. but the paranoia about him the paranoia about them now is uh unbelievable that the I mean, it's all that anybody worries about for 20 years, you know, is who's the quarterback. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like it's like there's no other option, you know, that to be a good team if the quarterback it, it you got you got a fifth you got a roster, right? Yeah. You got an offense, a defense, special teams. You got they get 50% of the responsibility and this one guy who's playing quarterback gets the other 50% and I don't know if that's legit or not, but uh, it's certainly, uh, I mean, the, all the commentary you hear is, well, they don't have the quarterback. And that includes from Adolfo Mensa, yeah. yes. <laughs> who said, eh, don't expect us to win it. We don't have uh, Brady or uh, the other uh, the other guy. Boy, speaking of Brady. Yeah, did, there you, hear, is, did uh, you hear the latest this morning on what? So he's been, you know, he's been absent yeah. from practice, and everyone kind of thought, is it injury related? What's going on? He's just, he's been in the Bahamas with Giselle enjoying family time. Really? Yeah. 
Trying to schmooze things up. Huh? Yeah, just in trying to soak in family time. I was wondering if his mother might be sick because his mother had a had a bad deal there going for a while. But uh, well, he's he's trying to. I I guess the speculation is she was not happy that he decided to come back. That's right. So, you know. So which prompted me to say, well, if Brady's in the Bahamas avoiding work, is Judd Zolgad really in Turks Turks and Caicos Pride? Mm-hmm. You know, enjoying some sunshine, trying to not no. try to watch. 53. No, because Judd likes football way more and hates traveling people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he he loves football way more than Tom Brady does. Yeah, Tom Brady is a psycho and has decided he has to come back at 45 but he doesn't love football as much as judd does no that's true right that's true and judd loves hockey even more than football oh, god he does yeah so uh that's uh that's uh, that's he's, he's not missing uh any of that time that's for sure pat this dawned on me uh watching some of the preseason game and honestly training camp over the last few weeks you know aaron Rodgers held court with his wide receivers apparently i don't know if you saw that last mm-hmm. week he's just pissed that you know they're running the wrong routes okay making terrible decisions well, he's it, got a bunch of clowns. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Vikings second year guy, Amir Smith-Marset, the kid from Iowa, yeah. who played a little bit last year. Yeah. He's the Vikings' fourth wide receiver on the depth chart. I think if you put him in Chicago or Green Bay, it might be, he might number, be two, number one or two. Number two. Yeah. Number one or two. Uh, yeah, I I am shocked that he came back to the Packers without a deal. To get a wide out? To get Devontae coming back. Yeah. It, I mean, that's. Double and triple covered, and he'd catch 12 passes a game. What's he, how is he going to replace that? Yeah, it's going to be tough. Even the guy with the dropsies isn't there, right? The yeah. That was Chantlene, whatever his uh, name is. MBS, yeah, uh, yeah. Whatever his name is. Who, I, who is this guy? Well, didn't they? Alan Lazard from Well, Iowa they brought State. in, uh, they brought, who's the old guy they brought in? The, oh, um, not, uh, uh, they brought in, not Sammy Watkins. I forget. Somebody like, yeah. is it Sammy Watkins? It might be Sammy Packers, Watkins. Tab, let's look at the Packers depth chart. I believe it might be Sammy Watkins. But Maybe yeah, they, it was Sammy. Sammy's got to be 32, doesn't he? Yeah, they, they I'm shy. I mean, Rodgers is amazing. Yeah, it was Sammy Watkins. But they, and they also, so they drafted, you know, Christian Watson, which was with that Vikings pick. Yeah, that he's hurt, right? kid. But yeah, I believe he's hurt. So it's Sammy Watkins, Alan Lazard. Uh, I think Randall Cobb might still be there for God's yeah. sakes. I don't know how he's still doing it. Uh, but yeah, they, they are. I don't know how much Rodgers can make. It, obviously, anything happen, but that that's a they are thin going, room. They, they are going to be uh, looking uh, at the uh, waiver wire. But I've always said this: there's only a few great ones. Yeah, but the rest of them. They're the easiest guy to find. Yeah. The receivers. I mean, KJ Osborne, Amir Smith, Marset have been fifth the, round. Picks. The tens aren't easy to find, but the sevens and eights are all over the place. Yeah. You know, they can be anything. So their backups are uh they don't even have the what was the they don't even have that where did that white kid they have a couple of years ago that, Jordy Nelson? No, oh yeah, I knew he left. It, that was a smart decision not to sign him, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, he was not worth it. But uh, yes, Lazard, Sammy, hundred-year-old Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, Amari Rogers, who's been around, two rookies, and uh, yeah, wow, they're gonna have to. They got about three new ones coming in and uh, on on the waiver wire, right? Yeah. Do you think they they still win? They still the favorites to win the division. Do you still like? Their I guess chances? they're the favorites. No, I don't like them at all. Yeah. I don't. It depends though. Uh, if Bakhtari actually would play a season, right? And then they got a pretty good offensive line, and they can run those two monsters. Uh, you know that they got two great running backs. Yep. Uh, that that Dylan is a handful. Once you've tried to tackle the other guys for two and a half quarters, and then all of a sudden they give it to him. But uh, I don't know. You wonder. You've, we've obviously seen the best of them, right? Is it 13 I and three, so. three straight seasons? Yeah. At least two straight seasons, 13 and three. Yep. 13 and four, I guess, last year. But, uh, or 14 and three or whatever the hell it was. But we've seen the best of them, I think. So, uh, yeah, but I've been uh, on Twitter talking up the Bears but they're, oh. with their, impress, their impressive – exhibition performances yeah. just to agitate people but i'm not i'm not getting many it's not as easy as agitating gopher fans they oh, no. don't they don't take the, they don't swallow the hook the viking fans quite as much so. and uh, man campbell doesn't do it for you for the lions you don't think the lions are <laughs> 
I haven't watched Hard Knocks, but he's crazier than a hoot owl, huh? Yeah. Just, have you watched it? I've watched some. He is he's just, a crazy SOB. He just yeah, he's an old time yeah. fired up. The Lions their hiring practices are unbelievable. The coaches <laughs> they bring in, uh it's just incredible. What they you know, the one they the defensive guy, Jim what was his name? The the Oh Caldwell? No, no, no. Caldwell was dullard, but the defensive guy that was there who won a f- won a few games and then they fired him at the end. What was that? The last Lions. Not I thought he was a, a competent coach. No, what, was I, I've a, never been a big Caldwell fan because of his boring personality. But uh, but uh, uh, but I thought that that guy did a fairly good job. Yeah, they uh, they've had some absolute incompetent guys there too, which did not help. Trying to list see of Detroit Lions head coaches. We can go. This will be pretty Oh, they had Patricia. Good. They had Patricia before him. Jim uh, Schwartz. Yeah. Jim Schwartz. Jim I Schwartz. thought he was okay. okay. You know, he was, I mean, I think he knew what he was doing. But, yeah, Patricia is like one of the all-time worst. Yeah. The Bev was, uh, the Bev was a fill-in for a while. They, yeah. had, they had two interims in one year. Patricia, 13-28, yep. won. Jim Caldwell, 36-28. Now Schwartz was twenty nine and fifty one, but he inher- he inherited Owen sixteen, right? Yes, Owen. he did. Weren't they one and fifteen, followed by Owen sixteen with Rod Marinella mm-hmm. and uh, Steve Mariucci, who had a great reputation. He even failed there. Marty Morningweg had no <laughs> business being a head coach. He was five and twenty seven, and Fonts Fonts was pretty good. Yeah, Fonts was uh, way over five hundred. He was. Uh, you know, Fonts was, uh, where is he here? Uh, I know Bernsey loved Fonts. He thought he was good. No, he was only 66, 67, but uh, unbelievable. Bobby Ross, you know, they paid him a lot of money. He was close to 500. Marty Morningwig, 5 and 27. Mariucci, 15 and 28. Marinelli, 10 and 38. Schwartz, 29 51. Jim Caldwell, 36 and 28. I don't know why they fired him, but they must have thought they were going to be good. Patricia was an idiot. No, he's an awful. Third, where awful did, he, did he end up back with? He's back in New England calling plays, offensive plays. What? Yes. In other he, words, he, Belichick's going to He's calling tell him I think Matt, I think that's that's finally over. I, I don't, Why, he was a defensive guy here, right? Yeah. His last deed as a defensive coordinator, he had Nick Foles got 50 points against him yeah, yeah, in no, the Super Bowl, right? He's, uh, he's calling plays. Offensive, that is. In New I thought that was classic Lions that... They announced during the break, mm-hmm. the super, before the Super Bowl, that they have landed Matt Patricia, yep. the defensive coordinator from New England, and then Nick Foles goes out and puts 50 on him, throws for 400, and Brady throws for over 500 and gets beat. And I, right then, that, that, that is, is them. That is, uh, that is the Lions. They are, uh, they are the gift that keeps Fun. on giving. Oh, Aren't they? God. Yes, they are. Pat, the uh, Twins can't drive in a GD run over this weekend. My God. I mean, well, it's been a theme all season. This, it's been a problem, but yeah. th- this year, they not only they can't drive in a run, they can't get a guy into a scoring position. They've been yeah. terrible. Uh, you look at it. I mean, Sandy Leon's going to catch 60% of the time, and he's going to hit 80. Right. Uh, Arise is really good, and he's now your first baseman. Polanco is only hitting in the 230s. He's had his stretches, and you still like him a lot, but he's hitting 237. Uh, Correa, disappointment to me. I mean, I, there's there's been a period. There was about a two, three-week period when he was hitting, and I love him as a shortstop, but not, you know, if he thinks he's going to get $200 million after this year, yeah. he's crazy. He might be opting back in. Uh, yeah, I mean, even though they say he won't. Yeah. But. He might, because I, you know, if he opts back in, you know, he's got thirty six guaranteed. They now when they came to the Twins, they said Boris said you want him for one year, and they just threw this these other two years to make him look good. But you got uh, Bogart's going to be a free agent, and uh, Trey Turner, Trey Turner's going to be a free agent, and Swanson, uh, Swanson, and uh, so there's going to be, you know, they're not. Those guys aren't going to get two hundred, I don't think. No. And they're uh, they're right now. You take all three of them over him, right? Yeah, yeah. So 
I mean, he's so that isn't good. I like the third baseman when he plays, Ursula. Mm-hmm. And I got to admit, uh, Miranda's been a he's been the savior. Oh my god, he's been the savior. If he didn't get a clutch hit once in a while, but he's his best position is DH. Unfortunately, Buxton has to DH. Buxton DHs half the time he plays. Yeah. So then Urshela gets knocked out of the lineup once in a while. Uh, but the corner, I mean. Max Kepler's just what the hell's wrong? Unusable. With him? Yeah, he's, he's you can't unusable. Pl- you, you can't play him at no, this point. No, no, but he's awful. you don't have any option. Yeah, you know you can. I guess you could call up Contreras and play him. And oh my god, they should have. Uh, I really thought this spring with the other left-hand outfielders, Kirilov and Larnick, that mm-hmm. they might try to move Kepler, but there probably was no market for him. I mean, scouts are the people who scout players aren't idiots, and uh, he's just. I was sitting next to Sue Ann, and he was up in a RBI situation in about the fourth inning, and said, "What do you think? Grounder to second or first? And uh, I said, "Yeah, one of the two. And they hit it immediately, chopped it to the first baseman. It's funny that what at the start of this homestand, after he came back to town, zero for twenty nine, first two at bats, he got hits to left field. Yeah, right. Hasn't seen Three it hits. since. Yeah. Hasn't done it since. <laughs> There's." I wonder about his what's going on in his head. Yeah, he seems like he's, a, he's, he's too a, talented. Yeah, there's enough there physically that he should be able to hit a ball to the left field, right? Yeah, when it's out there, but he'll try to yank everything. He seems he seems like he's a uh, a lot cooler than he probably thinks he is. I don't know. I, I get a vibe yeah. from him. He's a younger guy. I don't age, think I he likes say. baseball. No, exactly. I, I think I, he's. I think he. I think it's. You know, okay, he'd rather get a hit than not, right? And he'd rather win than lose. But I don't think it drives him. I don't. I don't think he's. He, I don't feel like he's driven in any way. He got the save again, but our, your guy Jorge Lopez certainly still does like to walk that plank a little bit, doesn't he? I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I just assumed that uh, they got him. I don't know if it's them or if he was doing it in Baltimore, but he's throwing way more breaking balls than I expected. The 90, because I talked to Rocco when I got him, and he said, 97 mile an hour sinker is all he was talking about. Why doesn't he throw it? You know, what are they getting in? He gets ahead in the count with it, and then he starts screwing around and walking guys, you know. It's, I, I don't How many guys did he walk in Baltimore? I'd have to look it up, but I don't think he walked many. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It is kind of surprising. You know, they're using Duran, that eighth inning role, and I think the closer position has just elevated um, in such a strange way. You know, they don't you, you don't save your best reliever for the for the ninth inning anymore, but I, I'm kind of shocked they don't use Duran now in closing situations. Well, I think they, they're going to the ride. I mean, they went and traded for this guy. They're going to ride with him because I think they think he can get it done, but what the hell difference does it make if you're going to be behind four to one every game? They can't. They don't score any runs. No. Where the hell did this firepower come from? McGill throwing a hundred mile. Where I I, feel I like guess that just we came know, out of no. I nowhere. guess they know. I guess we know why they kept him. Yeah. I mean, he threw hard, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden somebody did something, and he's throwing two or three miles an hour harder, throwing a hundred. I guess that's why they kept him. Do you think when you get to the ballpark tonight? That Amelia? No, wait. When do they need a starter? They need a starter because they're not. They put Molly on the bolt on the uh, tomorrow. Deal. They'll need one tomorrow. On need Tuesday. tomorrow. On Tuesday. I think uh, that could be the end of Amelia. Yeah, it's. Uh, they think they're going to release him. I, I think, think they have to. Re- yeah, yeah I, mean, I do too. It's it's, it's it's not working. And I know I see a lot of people coming back and. Well, you know, Rogers has been terrible since mid-May, and he he hasn't been good. That's still yeah. I think excuses. This is a, just a horrible trade. It was yeah, still a, yeah, it was a botched had, trade. You get to play, you get to pay for a guy to rehab for a year and a half, yeah. and and you get a guy who's you know the second he's worse than Alex Colomay. Yeah, he's oh, terrible. Colomay. So he's and when you looked at what he did last year and. San Diego, he gave up 18 home runs mm-hmm. as a reliever. Yeah. As a short inning reliever. <laughs> yes. For the Jace Tingler, <laughs> yep. who's your bench coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, he basically helped. He had a horrible September and helped get Tingler fired. What's he doing here? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think he And the, 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 the bottom line, too, is they gave him six and a half million to pay Rogers' salary. Yeah, so they gave him, him Rogers for free. Mm-hmm. And then, by the way, did you see who they had to pull out of the closers' role this time? 
No. Hater. Oh, yeah. He's I been bad. They're not going to put him. Oh, uh, Milwaukee. Uh, now, Milwaukee's not doing diddly. They're getting beat a lot here. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, Milwaukee is losing since they got here. But apparently they must have saw something in Hater that he was, you know, the Twins knocked him around that game. And, uh mm-hmm. And he hasn't been, he hadn't been good the last three four times they they got out and uh, that that was probably a good move by them I guess unless he you know figures it out here but um, uh, yeah I mean it was it it's a brutal trade because mm-hmm. you know okay Paddock's one of the few guys has had two TJs right yeah. Second so one. we all say, yeah, but you still got a year and a half. You got, still, you got still got a year and a half when he comes back. Who wants it? Yeah, I you don't know? want it. Yeah, I mean, you're paying him for uh, unreal. You know who's uh, I got to give some credit to, though, who came back from what looked like. He pitched great early, and then he was awful. Bundy's been a lot better lately. Yeah. I mean, he gives you five. He gives you five. I mean, if they let him, he'll give you five. And he's he's a competitive. He's been competitive. And, you know, the pitching's been pretty good. Who gets fired? The hitting coach or the pitching coach with this operation? I don't think Mackey. You can't say Mackey is a firing. Cause yeah. He, I think he's. He inherited they didn't the, give him the interim title, but uh, yeah. he, he could be. But the pitching's been. You know, about the same since he maybe even a little better since he came. So I don't think he's got much to do with it. But uh, but uh, the hitting coach, you know, are they gonna are they gonna pull the court again? I don't know. Uh, you know, Phil made the point that both Bundy and Archer, despite the narratives out there, if you just look at the starts they've made in terms of four and five guy in your rotation, what more can you ask for? You know, they've actually in, innings. A couple more innings, but with they, Archer, you innings, yeah. But they, they've actually been, I think, pretty. If you if you look at it, two guys in the back end of your rotation and they're making mm-hmm. the majority of their starts, they're not complete train wrecks. I think that's all you can ask for from a guys out of your four and fifth spot of your rotation. Yeah, that's uh, that is uh, that is absolutely true. But uh, really, when you look when you put their lineup up against Cleveland. All season, you've said, well, the Twins got a much better lineup. No, they don't. Yeah. They don't. The bottom ha- bottom five of that, uh, I mean, take away Correa not hitting in a clutch. By the way, we got to give credit to Randball okay. for this. You, in runners in scoring position, Buck? Mm-hmm. Buck oh, yeah, I saw Nine for 68? Yeah, and Correa nine with for no home runs. With runners and scoring position. Score position, zero, none, zero. Wow, yeah. I mean, that's your lineup. Cleveland now has tougher outs than you do, mm-hmm. which is pretty remarkable. So, and then their pitching is way better. <laughs> Tristan McKenzie just unbelievable. <laughs> what the hell? The, he, twice against the Twins, he got hammered. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, he's untouchable. Fourteen strikeouts. He's. Uh, He's the second coming at Tom Gordon, you know, but when he was at the top of his game, but he's this little scrawny oh, he's, he's guy. As, he's as Dexter, he's as yeah. lanky as I am. We had a, twins had a left-hander, Tommy the Blade Hall, who okay. threw really hard and had some moments, you know. Uh, but he's a guy that I quote, I talked to him after Tovar went in the Hall of Fame. I'm talking to him about, oh, I, I know why I talked to him. I talked to him because... He was the last rookie to pitch on opening day for the Twins. So when they named Joe Ryan the pitch, I, I tracked him. I, the Twins helped me track him down. He's out in California, I think, someplace. But uh, he said that when he he got signed out of what they used to be the January draft. Okay. Yeah. And they kind of ran him through Orlando before he went over to Melbourne for minor league. So he was 18, and he met Tovar there. And somebody had the two of them way in. Now, Tovar would have been, you know, just starting with the Twins. They weighed 130 and 132. <laughs> These guys, Tovar. Hall weighed 130. Now, McKenzie weighs more than that, but yeah. he is. He's he can't weigh over 160, can no, he? No, not yeah. at all. No but way. God, his stuff is amazing. Speaking of Tovar, you know, I saw um, you had Plouffe in town yesterday or oh, this yeah. weekend. He saw Denard Spann for the inductions of Garden Hire over the weekend. Yes. 
even Danny Valencia. Danny V. Swag Swaggy V. Swaggy V oh showed up. That's the one that shocked me because Gardy, he drove oh, Gardy nuts. God, I can only imagine. <laughs> he drove Gardy nuts. I'll tell you what, though. He could hit lefties. Yeah. He could hit lefties, too. man. He could pound them. But, uh, yeah, they had a nice turnout. Gladden didn't disappoint us. Several tasteless remarks. Uh, <laughs> Right out of the 1980s, you know, I I, I think his uh, his comment about his mother I could have done without that one, you yeah. know. But uh, you knew Gladdy would be crazy. But somebody said on my Twitter account, he said I didn't expect a Randy Bush roast to break out because he did that long. Did you listen to it? I, I saw he did some like of it, yeah. four minutes on how his stats. Day games after night games were better than Randy Bush's, and he's that still sticks in his craw. Oh the God. reputation that DK wouldn't play him, uh, DK wouldn't play him day games after night games, which wasn't automatic, but it it you know when in doubt, when in doubt, that's uh, what he uh, you know would do, not play him day games. He, he just had a felt that he didn't. He, they thought he was a restless sleeper, I think. Yeah. Might have <laughs> Is that what it was? Sleeper. Yeah. I did go and uh, say hello to uh, St. Janice afterwards, his, his beautiful and wonderful wife. And uh, and uh, to see Gladdy as a granddaddy is kind of interesting, too, isn't it? Daddy yeah. is a daddy. Gladdy probably has high standards for behavior among the grandkids, oh, uh, even the little ones. I but can only imagine. He'll worship them, but he'll. Uh, You'll uh, have them out there at the farm helping them uh, plant stuff or something. So what a beauty. I'm glad for him he got in. Uh, Tovar, thing about Tovar is, you know, the I campaigned for him, and they gave me some credit for campaigning for him. But as I, I said, okay, when it starts off, you don't know what the standard's going to be. Because when they started in 2000 for the 2001 season, I think. And uh, Kilbrew, Oliva, Carew. That's right. Those guys. Yep. I said, okay, that's pretty yeah, high speed. <laughs> yes. And you got Cotton, Blyleman, and uh, those guys. And then the standards. Kadires. The, the standards yeah. falter a little bit. And that's when I got worked up about Tovar because they were putting in guys who weren't as good a player as he was. Mm -hmm. So, and then he was being forgotten. Camilo Pasquale, it took him till 2012 to get in. He won the National American League strikeout champion three years, pitched 300 innings, and was you know our first real pitching hero. And uh, that that took a while, but once 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 Camilo finally got in, then I then I said, okay, you get Tovar's the guy you're missing now. So you know, I'm trying to think too who could be the next iteration of guys that could get into that Hall of Fame. He's not going to get in anytime soon, but you know who eventually though I think they'll put in, and which is kind of funny is what what do you slide Brian Dozier in there? Yeah, probably, probably eventually. Right? Eventually, wow. uh, you got uh, you know Joe next year, so I think Joe's next year, so that won't be that won't be hard work putting no. Joe in, and that. Morneau's already in, though, right? Yes, he Morneau's preceded in. Joe. Well, Mauer's in, isn't he? Not yet. I thought they did, didn't they? Well, they retired his number, what, three years ago, but they didn't put him in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I think. Oh, wow. I I don't think he's, I think you got to be five. Oh, oh, sure. I think you got to be yes. a so certain he's, number of years. He's right? going, that's correct. So he's going I in. He, I think he's going they in. They retired the number, but yes, he is going in. Um, yeah. Did they retire his number? Yeah. Well, it's in. That. It's up. Up. Yeah, they did that okay. in 2019. Right, okay. Yeah, they 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 did. But I'm trying to think of who would be those next. You know, they yeah, like you said, they put in Kadires. I don't uh, think they yeah, put in Koski. You know, I'm just trying to think of no, other guys. Somebody mentioned Koski. I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, but you know, they they get very upset when they send out the ballots and nobody. I think seventy. I don't know if it's seventy or seventy five percent, but I don't. I don't. I don't know who's next once mm. Joe makes it with a hundred percent. I don't. I don't know who's who's next. Who's Johan's already in, and those guys are out. Tori's already in. All Nathan's, of, oh, Joe Nathan got in. Nathan's in. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know where you go now. You know, Gladdy was. Gladdy was kind of the. You know, Gladdy as statistically is a uh, 
as marginal too. Mm-hmm. But you know, if I let it wasn't he's he's in as a player, which is what he wanted, but his presence is part of the reason he got in too. I would say I, I don't, I don't know where I don't know who's next. I don't know who I miss. Oh. Let's face it; it was pretty much a lost decade. Yeah, that you're getting From, into now. Yes. The 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 O two to ten guys. Those are good guys, but then now the twelve to twenty two. I mean, outside of the Dozers, Perkins, they put Perkins, Perkins someday. Perk probably, Perk, Perk probably gets three in there. time All Star. Help season from here too. Three I time All Star, lots of saves. Yeah. He's on TV. Perkins now. actually might be the that might be a good one eventually. Yeah, but it's not going to be it's not going to be quick. No. Yeah, they might have a couple. You know, they have. Uh, let's see, they've. I guess it's 27 before they'll have their 40-year reunion of the World <laughs> Series to see who's still alive. And uh, But uh, I was wondering what other reunions they have coming up. I guess the 91, we just already did that. So did yep. they, did they, last year during the, they did, they did have a 30-year. Yeah. Well, they're right? not, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they're doing anything for the O2 team. And that's the last team that won a playoff series. They did something though. They did, they did a 2012 and got kind of ridiculed oh, the ten- for he, that's right. ridiculed oh, for. Uh, well, there was nothing to talk about that season, so they had to do something for God's sakes. It, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that is funny. I saw our uh, native our native uh, gal, if you will, Jamie Erdahl, made her debut on Good Morning Football over uh, yes. over this week. Yes, and she did. I thought she started in the end of July. Was this? Was I this think she was named host. I, okay, I believe. when that other yeah. Kay Adams was it? Yeah, so Kay Adams left. But then I saw so our, I saw Lavelle do the, do the column on her. She was a K fan intern when she was sixteen. They didn't pay her. They didn't pay her. We paid her. Yeah, so we the, had her. Where, where was where was the reference to fifteen hundred yeah, ESPN? He's Lavelle. A, he's a, He's a uh, he's a prostitute for K fan. He's a prostitute for K fan. I know. I, I she was over the article. there. She just walked in and looked at. Uh, she just walked in and answered phones or did something. We gave her the important task of mailing out the sports person of the week of the day. She had to track down all these people. We gave her responsibility and That's paid right. her. That's right. She only stayed a couple of months, but uh, she's a great kid and. Uh, and as I said on Twitter, the day she walked out, I said, Joe, that young person now has the foundation to have great success in the national sports media. Yes. I saw it coming. <laughs> you know, she's a former Ole basketball player. I didn't know. She I, played at yeah, St. I didn't know that. Up uh, until she played uh, Lavelle's column. She, and she played about, I think she might have played three years and mm-hmm. then kind of got tired of it and went to American University I, to get a... Degree, a journalism, uh, degree, right? yeah. yeah. Get a journalism degree. Went out to Washington D.C. and uh, yeah, I've uh, and I've you know she's gone on to greater things. But uh, when she was a kid, she'd still come by when she'd come out the state fair with her mom and stuff. So sure. yeah, she'll be great though. She's uh, I, I I gotta admit I don't get up and watch Good Morning Football too often, but no. apparently it's a, their most successful show, right? They're yeah, it's very a, successful. It's, it's a pretty solid show, actually. A great name for a football. You know, Good Morning Football. Just uh, I, I love uh, it. Apparently, uh, Kay Adams and them had a falling out, uh, but oh, really? she has not. She has been smart enough to not to not um, talk about it. Talk about it. yes, you, you're well, better. She, and she does. Um, like entertainment tonight stuff too, doesn't she? Yeah, does like red yeah, carpet right, stuff right, and outside. Yeah. So she's not just sports, sports, um, no. but she does some entertainment things. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad for her. I'm happy for her. I just, I just, what I was thought, Jamie doing sidelines for college CBS. football, right? Yes, she was on CBS Sports for the Which last Which was uh, SEC stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So she was doing college stuff. football. So I think some NFL stuff when asked upon, but yes, mostly uh, college football stuff. So, good morning football. Do they talk college football too or no. just NFL? NFL. NFL. All NFL, NFL. stuff okay. all the time. Yep. Well, it is a phenomenon of our times how uh, uh, important NFL football is to the public. Yeah. I mean, it. you can make the same point over and over and over and over again, and people will still want to listen to it. I listen once in a while. I'll stumble into one of those morning shows and talking about, you know, the same thing every day. So. They can get a day out of the fact that uh, Baker Mayfield is going to be oh starting for down Carolina. Isn't that amazing? 
over the other guy. Who's, they, the, who's the other guy? Uh, 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 Sam, Darnold. Sam Darnold. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so mm-hmm. a pretty easy decision for me there. Hey, I think I have our next show to check out on Apple TV. And, and you may have even dabbled into it because I haven't saw it, uh, seen it yet. But I, I was watching the Twins game on Friday. They teased this show. It's out now. Uh, the Five Days at Memorial. I started watching it. The How Katie is it? and I watched it. It's so depressing. Well, yes, it's, I, it's, it's, it's uh, we, it was a night when I just we just it was a Sunday night and we just said I can't take this anymore. Especially on a Sunday when you go into a Monday. Like it that. was, uh, it's really good. But uh, it's, I, I it's knew that just, going in that uh, I was like, oh, okay, so it's okay. depressing as all hell. But it it looked it caught my eye. I, I had no idea that that happened. And then I went down the the internet hole and you know that doctor's been on sixty minutes and mm-hmm. all that stuff afterwards. I didn't know that happened. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. Oh but, God, yeah, it's gonna get. I watched two, and it was going to get so bad I couldn't stand it. Sure. So I got one for you. Okay. Last night on Netflix, I believe. Netflix. You don't run into many there. Cleo, K-L-E-O. It's a a German show. Okay. It's a former East German spy that a woman who used to uh, walk through the tunnel and go over and kill... She worked for East Germany. Okay. She walked over and she'd uh, kill people here and there and then come back. And somebody sees her, so they end up throwing her in, uh, the East Germans end up throwing her in jail because they don't want the West to be able to find Find her. her. Yeah. And uh, she gets out after the wall comes down. Okay. So this is 87, it starts. And she gets out after the wall comes down and... She is seeking revenge, and it's pretty good. I've watched, we right. There's eight episodes. We watched two, but uh, she's uh, people who are involved in her incarceration. She's uh, she's taking care of them, and uh, but it's not a cartoonish no thing. It's it's pretty good. Did Cleo. you? Did you yeah, watch? Uh, my wife found it yesterday. The first season of White Lotus last last oh, year. Oh God, yes. And oh, so, yeah. so they're bringing it back in the fall. I, know, I saw yeah. a teaser. I'm excited. I, for I this. don't. Is the same uh, guy going to be running the hotel? I don't. So, did you watch it? Yes, I loved it. The guy, the the, the goofy the guy running it. Oh uh, my was, God, was he was, was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it's going to be set like. Um, I used to watch American Horror Story on FX, mm-hmm. and that's it's the principles are different. The cast remains this, you know, but they play mm-hmm. different roles. Nothing yeah. is, you know, recurrent from season to season. I think it's set up like that, where it's a different group that comes to different you know, hotel. That or comes, different group uh, comes comes to the hotel, and but where they're they all might stories. Be some of the same people, yeah, I think so. But the guy who was the guy that played Alexandra Darius, uh husband. Uh, yes, I know who you're yeah, talking. She ends up dead. Right? No, she, she she lives. Um, uh, who ended the, up the guy dead? that ends up dead is the hotel guy. Is the manager? The guy yeah, but, the must, but, but, got the funny but mustache. But who's in the who's in the in the airplane? What's the body coming onto the that, airplane when he's flying back? That guy's body. It's, no, it's, it's, no, uh, no, no, no. I thought Alexander. No, did, did, did they they look like they're going to get a you know leave each other and get a divorce, but then they end up coming back at the at the airport together. Um, really, and so that—that's the only thing I had problem with the show is it's—it's it's that guy's body going back, which I didn't really understand since he was from there. Oh yeah, okay, I didn't realize that. I thought she died. No, they were gonna, get, you know, because they're honeymooners, and then they. But she, he ended up. But they weren't flying back together, were they? They weren't going to, and at the last, you see that video of of the casket going on the airplane, and then he looks to his left, and she's there at the gate, realizing that she's you know made her mistake, and she wants to come back to him. Even though he is the biggest jackass oh, in the history of, of uh, jackass, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, then I was confused a little bit. I guess I, I believe that's what happened. I guess I watched it uh, kind of haphazardly, but I, I thought it was uh, pretty, pretty. The uh, the uh, the buxom blonde who's oh, yes. uh, in the uh, she's in all the HBO doing semi porno uh, <laughs> HBO Max movies. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Sydney Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. She's uh, pretty good in that one she too. Is as, good. as the she, is she good. gets very jealous of her of her friend uh, of her friend it's hooking great. up with the hotel guy. Yeah, yes. it's good. White Lotus, very good. I'm very excited good. for that one. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it's it is. I assumed it would be coming back. Yeah. So, you think some of the same people might be on it though? I, th- I think I'm not sure mm. though. I don't. Mm. I don't think any of the any of the attendees at the hotel are the same. I think it's some of the 
Hotel just cast, be different Lane. guests. Uh, yes, different I think that's guests. what it'll okay. be. But I'm excited for it. All right. What else do I have for you for TV wise? I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure what else we've. Uh, you know, Blackbird. We talked about that. It was fantastic. And uh, uh, you know, I got to. Uh, the ones I don't like anymore are the ones that are posted weekly. Yeah, because you got to forget. You forget. Okay, we, now we got to go back and watch the last. You know, when you were watching television, network television, it was always every week. That's but right. your brain is now now uh, trained to watch an eight watch an eight eight episode series in a three day period. Yep. You know, you know. Okay, hey, we don't have anything to do. We'll watch four episodes and get it over with, which is a bad idea because. Uh, yeah, I'm very depressed, though, that Killing Eve is now over. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it, but I knew it was very high regard. you got to watch Killing Eve. The, that the woman that uh, the woman who, woman who played Judy or uh, Comer, Jody Comer, is, is fan, fantastic. And Sandra Oh is in there, too. And she's good, too. Yeah, that's uh, that's gone. And Miss Ma- Maisel is, I think, uh, coming back for one more yeah, year. Yeah, the Miss Maisel. Yeah, yeah, that looked good, too. Is, uh, is, uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Pollack and uh, and uh, Tony uh, what the hell the the uh, Italian guy play the fathers in law and they're hilarious so mm-hmm. yeah uh, but hey it's football season so it now is. we got to uh, got to worry about that so all right Judley will be back uh, what do we think two we're days maybe maybe Wednesday but we're giving him all the time he needs but no one's all gad he'll be yeah. if he is has he, to have an IV and he'll still be do doing we the know, show is he going to get uh, discharged uh, he's hoping today to, I think he's there through Monday I think he's going to be there through Monday through today, so, so he's hoping maybe Tuesday Wednesday you can maybe get out of there and get back home so mm, I, 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 I was so young when I had, had appendicitis I can't remember it <laughs> But it must not be fun. No, right? especially get older. I don't know. No. When I was a kid, I think they just took it. If you had a, they, they just took it came out. in with a cough, they just yanked it out yeah. of you because they don't do anything. I, I'm good. one of the anomalies. I don't have a um, back front wisdom tooth. Mm-hmm. I don't have, and, and my dentist explained this, that, you know, eventually years and years and years, hundreds of years from now, people won't have them. They are being, eventually we won't have them, but I don't have a top I don't have one tooth. up here because they just pulled it out. Yeah. You know, so, uh. Yeah, they they don't serve any. There's some stuff going on with us that don't serve any purpose. I that's agree. for sure. All right, all right, sir. We'll be talking to you this week. Yeah, talk to you tomorrow. Did you know that 61 percent of pet owners feel more prepared to be a good pet parent after testing with Embark? Embark your dog with Embark's dog DNA test to get hundreds of actionable health insights. You can be proactive with their health and work with your vet on a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA, that's DNA, to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today.